Vibrate good energy into others' soul, making them never forget the beauty of yours. This is an anonymous quote I came across and it is absolutely perfect for the topic that I want to talk about today. I am talking about energy and energy healing in particular. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. My guest today is Jean Krakel, all the way from USA. I met Jean through an energy healing session and he is an amazing healer and now a friend. I am going to switch over to the conversation recording we had. There is a bit of an echo, but it's an amazing conversation. Stay tuned. Welcome to Unapologetically KK, and thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited thank you for to inviting me. I contacted you. I just want to give a little bit of background how you and I met. We did a session back in April uh, of this year. Uh, during the pandemic, we were all in lockdown, and we had an amazing healing session completely on the phone. So that's how I met you. I loved our session. I have done energy healing myself. I have a form of energy healing called pranic healing. It does follow the same principle, but your session took me through a whole different process. I absolutely loved it. I'm honored that you, you asked, that you're, you're so wonderful. And, and you are a, a fantastic healer yourself. So I, I, I respect you and admire you. Thank you. Right back at you. It's very, very mutual. Wow. I want to get into this with you before we talk about what we went through in our sessions and get deeper into energy healing. I want to start with the basics. What is energy healing? Because there's so much out there. Well, in order to understand what energy healing is, it's, it's really important to understand what energy is. Any quantum physicist will tell you that everything is energy. Yes. Your body's energy, your spirit's energy, the air is energy. Words are energy, sound is energy, food is energy. The quality of the food that you put into your body to some extent determines the quality of your health. Thoughts are energy, and the yes. quality of your thoughts to some extent determine the quality of your future. Okay. Now, because everything is energy, every part of a person, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, can be accessed and changed through energy work. And right. we each have this electromagnetic field running around our body. It's your aura. Your aura is what makes someone across a crowded room turn and look at you when you focus your attention on them. It's what bump, it keeps you from bumping into someone in a darkened hallway. It's basically this invisible field that's constantly giving signals to your body, telling your cells when to divide, telling your endocrine glands when to secrete. And because it's invisible, we tend to discount it as a society. Uh, but then again, so is the air we breathe, so is the gravity that holds us down. Now, a break or a blockage in this auric field will precipitate a dis-ease. I like to say it that way yes. just because that's what disease is, stress. It can be caused by any form of trauma. Now, it is not resolved on the emotional level where it's received. It will eventually seep into the body cause a physical problem. Basically, uh, the past no longer exists. Yes. All we have is a present moment from one moment to the next. And whatever we do in this moment has everything to do with our future. But what does exist from the past is a traumatic energy that we receive from those experiences. And, they and they're, they're kind of lodged in the body. So what I do as an energy healer, in, in essence, is I get the person to unlock it and release it. And I literally pull it out of them energetically. Mm -hmm. But as I'm doing that, 
I'm pumping in warm, loving energy. Now, love is the key. Love is the most important thing there is. It's a gift that you can give to someone that will last an eternity. It's a piece of God that's inside of each of us that allows us to connect up with each other on a very deep emotional and spiritual level. And it's also the only substance of any value that we take with us when we leave this planet. We also take our wisdom and our stuff. The stuff is what we try to get rid of in sessions. Yeah. You know, and we hopefully get rid of it all before we leave. The way that I work, too, is the essence of the energy is pure, unconditional love. And that's really the key. Because without it, you know, if you, let's say if you go to a therapist, for example, and the therapist will help you just release your, some of your stuff. Well, if they don't give you something in return, such as loving energy, something much nicer to hold on to, uh, they'll pull it back. Because as spiritual beings, we need to have things. You give a, a person a house, what do they do? They fill it with furniture. You give a spirit a body, what do they do? They fill it with emotional stuff. We like our soap operas. Why? I don't know, but we do. Yes. But even though it's painful, it's also familiar, so we tend to hold on to it. Right. You know, this is why therapy takes so long. You know, it, it, uh, because uh, a therapist is helping a person release it, but you're not getting anything in return. Some of the therapists that I know now uh, are also energy healers, so they understand that, and they can actually send the energy to their patients without their patients even knowing it. Yes. You know, they, they'll just send it uh, and, and just send it right out of their chest, out of their heart, out of their hands, and they feel it. Yeah. They actually feel it. Yes. I absolutely mm-hmm. agree with you because the work that I started doing with, with my clients as a coach, a relationship and transformation coach, was purely to for them to understand that we are all connected and a lot of the things they are feeling it may not necessarily be something to do with what they're experiencing right now in their life it could be like you said past traumas the event has passed but they're storing it inside of them it's it's creating some kind of chaos on the inside and it shows up in many different ways it's not necessary that you are going to feel pain uh, from a breakup or from a, a, a relationship that's not working in your life in one particular way. It can just show up in so many different ways. And that's where you feel your blockages. And that's where you start feeling, I guess, out of balance, I say, mm-hmm. um, because something just doesn't feel right. And that's what I feel with all of my clients that they come in and they say, I don't know so many times like because they're not connected to who they truly are. And, and there's fear and there's years and years and years of built up trauma and, and things that have happened in their past that have not been resolved. So does all of this unresolved past affect you and how long can it affect you? For your whole life until you get rid of it. But some of the main things that people have come to me with and really uh, is consistent throughout is fear repressed anger, and heartbreak. Yes. And the inability to forgive themselves and others. Uh, if you can get rid of, and this is what the, where the chakras come in, and it's actually a lot of uh, people only know about Reiki. Yes. And uh, I'm a Reiki master from 25 years ago, but uh, what I do is slightly different. Uh, a Reiki practitioner usually will only take an energy from above and uh, not the earth. Uh, and we'll start working on a person from the head on down to the feet. Uh, I do it differently. Your body's made up of that red earth energy, so you need that that energy to feed it. But uh, 
I also take it in from up above. I have a lot of friends upstairs that I call upon. They're very gracious with their energy. And I only ask for the highest available energy for the greatest good of all. And it, it moves through and comes out and, and, it, and it's wonderful. It's uh, the flow as well, isn't it? That when you're, when you're, I mean, we will get into this in more detail about your chakras, but when your energy is not flowing, it's, 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 you're not able to kind of, you know, let it affect you in positive ways. It may come in and then it just gets blocked somewhere. And, and what does that, what, what's happening there? The blockages uh, have to do with uh, past trauma. So as a healer, uh, what I do is I channel energy through my body. I pull it from the earth. I pull it from up above. It moves through me, through my heart, down my arms, into my hands. My hands actually heat up. They get extremely hot. I place my hand on the spot that's blocked. I send the energy through, which unblocks the chakra. And they'll feel. They'll feel. They actually feel that, that warmth. Some people feel electricity. Some people feel heat. Some feel... Uh, vibrations, and I get them to unlock it and release it and let it go. And whenever I energize a client's chakra, the issue that's blocking it will surface. And they'll, it'll become very obvious to them what, what oh, yeah, it's my, uh, my father beat me when I was two or something. And actually, you can trace almost every ailment that a person has emotionally to a lack of love that was, you know, was missing from their, their parents. Once you send the energy through and unblock it, the energy flows again. And this universal energy that's always flowing through all living things is now healing them. You know, and people say, oh, my gosh, it's a miracle. No, no, I just, just unblocked it. So the energy is doing its own thing. You know, I didn't yeah. do anything more than that. But I think it's very difficult for someone to understand it, because like you're saying, if if you're doing something on the knee and then it it kind of brings back a trauma that they've had in their childhood. They would never connect the two together. Uh, they would never connect the pain that they're feeling or the disease that they're going through at this point to be connected to those emotions. And I, you know, some of the, the work that I do as well with my clients through the coaching is exactly that. They they can come in and they can talk about current events. But when we start kind of getting deeper into the layers mostly there are just a few root causes that have created all of this chaos in your life that you've been experiencing over the years. And it's it's got nothing to do with current events. It could be you could have lost a loved one or you know you could have had some major trauma in your life. But mm -hmm. for people who have not experienced that, I feel like there's always a deeper root cause. And I think forgiveness is really the key to everything. Yes, um, I do. You know, See, I go through the chakras with people, and I, I first I start at their feet, and work their way up, as opposed to a Reiki master who would work the other other direction. My goal is to get a person to to forgive themselves and everyone else. If I work this way, I can't do that because all of the pain in the heart is held there by the anger that's just below it, and that anger is held there by the fear that's just below it. So. Uh, first, I have to unlock all of the fear, yes. and I found a way to do it, and, and I've been doing it pretty successfully uh, on probably about 6,000 people so far. Once you get rid of the fear, then it leaves the anger vulnerable to attack in the third chakra. And then once you get rid of all that anger and release it, and I found a way to do that as well, which is very beneficial and not harmful in any way, 
then it leaves the, all the pain in the heart vulnerable to attack. So you go in there and you get the person to unlock it and release it. And it's only energy. You know, it's, you don't have to relive every experience that the person has had. Uh, you can go in and because it's only energy from the past, uh, you can get them to feel it just for a second or two, get them to unlock it and release it. And then they pull it out and they just replace it with lots of love and they feel it. And you go through the entire heart and all of their experiences or their entire lifetime sometimes and just keep going back further and further. And, um, once you get rid of it all, then the person has no reason not to forgive themselves. And nine out of 10, well, nine out of every 10 people who come to, to me, they're beating themselves up for something. Uh, we're harder on ourselves than we are on anyone else. Always. And so, Always. yes, yes. And, um, we're taught that to be that way again. And I think it's kind of insidious. I think somewhere along the line, way back, somebody figured out if they could get you to beat yourself up, then they wouldn't have to. So, uh, so we're more critical of ourselves than anyone else. So I get uh, the person to uh, forgive themselves. And if they can't, uh, you know, and after all of the getting rid of all this stuff, they have no reason not to because they don't feel any of that stuff anymore. There's no motivation to be angry with anyone or to be in fear of, or, or to feel that pain. Pain's gone. So, um, but if they still do, I just ask, you know, let's say that there's something that they can't forgive themselves for. I said, well, I want you to think of a friend of yours who you you love a lot, who has nothing to do with that experience. I want you to pretend that that friend did the exact same thing. Can you forgive that friend for doing it? No, usually say, oh, yeah, sure, of course. So I'll say, are you that much better than everybody else? Well, no. Then why are you holding yourself up to a higher standard? You know, as spirits, we're all identical. We come to this planet to screw up and make mistakes. We do. And those of us who make the most of them and learn from them go back home with the most knowledge and wisdom. And those of us who are perfect, and I get to meet anybody on this planet who is, go back home with very little knowledge and wisdom. So yes. which one do you want to be? You know? Yes. Uh, and it, it's that simple. And they'll look at it from that perspective and make the decision to forgive themselves. And it's a really powerful decision because if you look at this planet, everybody's walking around in the days. They're stuck in the mud. They, they don't know who they are, why they're here, where they came from, where they're going. And they're stuck because they're, they're, they're sticking themselves there. They're not forgiving themselves. Once you get a person to forgive themselves, you release them. You convert that experience into knowledge and wisdom, which they can take with them forever. And you're an immortal spirit living in a and in an immortal body, our bodies are going to die. There's no no way around it. We don't get yeah. out of here alive. But once you convert it to knowledge and wisdom, you can take it with you, and you free yourself. You 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 unstick yourself from the mud where everybody on this planet is, and you fly. You literally you feel yourself leaving. You feel yourself being free to do whatever you want. It's almost like being recreated. You know, I want to come back to this uh, thing that you mentioned because that's really, really powerful. I've done a session with you and um, I, I, so I can talk from experience. I know exactly what you're talking about. But the thing that you said that when you release, I mean, you go into a lot of situations without having the understanding that forgiveness is an option. And, and what you're feeding on is your pain at that time. And that blocks you from forgiveness because you think 
how can I forgive this? You know, do I not respect myself? Do I not love myself? If I forgive, what does that say about me? How can I just let this go? Because it affected me in such a deep way that am I saying that by forgiving, I have, I am forgetting. And then when you go through this process of release, you literally get to that point where you say, okay, let's get to the forgiveness part. And I, I remember feeling that there's no reason now not to forgive. I don't have any excuses. There's nothing standing in my way saying don't forgive or be angry or this means something. It just doesn't mean it, it has no meaning to hold on to that anger, to that, to that pain anymore. And, and more than anything else, you're saying, I'm ready to let it go. So it's a, it's a very powerful process. Mm. Well, forgiving doesn't have to mean forgetting. Forgetting would do away with the whole reason why I had the bad experience to begin with, which was to gain knowledge and wisdom. You don't want to forget it. You just want to let go of it. That's all. And when we have regrets, that's actually a good thing. Because if you have regrets, you realize that you learned something from the experience. If you have no regrets, then uh, you haven't learned anything. We come here to, ex to evolve as spiritual beings. And the only way we do it is through pain and experience and loss, unfortunately. Yes, forgiveness, I also feel, uh, is confused because people think of forgiveness as reconciliation. Just because you're forgiving someone or yourself, it doesn't mean that you want to go back to that person or you want to, you know, start things back over again. It's just letting go of what you have been holding on to that has been affecting you negatively. It's letting go of the pain of all the negative emotions that you've held on to. That's really the forgiveness process. And I feel like there's a lack of understanding there. And that's why people says people say, you know, I can't forgive. Why should I forgive? Why should I be the one to forgive? And they don't realize that in forgiving, they are actually giving themselves a gift. And to the other person. So I wanted to just, just ask you that when you forgive somebody, what does it do for them and what does it do for you? You're freeing yourself and them. When you blame someone, you're making yourself into a victim and you're actually making them into a victim because then they have to find an excuse as to why they did what they did. And it's usually uh, the excuse is usually by blaming someone else. So it snowballs, it continues. Is there a, a physical thing that happens when you, when you have the forgiveness process? Because I know for me, when I went through the forgiveness process with you, I literally felt a release. I felt like I don't need to hold on to this baggage anymore. It doesn't belong right. to me. It's, and, I, and I was kind of looking for it and I didn't even mm. find it. So, so I know that it has a profound effect on you physically, but does it do anything to the person even though they don't know about it and you may not even tell the opposite person that I'm forgiving you um, does it do anything for them like I I, re I remember you part of the process that we worked on was uh, the emotional cord that connects you to the person even though they don't know that you are connected through this mm -hmm. this pain so when you forgive are you releasing that connection yes and there's nothing wrong with uh, not wanting any more abuse if you've been abused uh, I deal with a lot of people who, uh, a lot of women who have been sexually abused. You know, by forgiving that person doesn't mean they have to go back to them. That would be, uh, that, that would show that they didn't learn from the experience. By forgiving is letting go and moving on. Uh, and that's, that's important. 
uh, seeing what is uh, right for you. If you truly love yourself, you will not take any abuse from anyone. Yes. And that's important. Uh, if, if you do, then then uh, you've got to work on loving yourself more. And then if you truly love yourself, then, then why would you be stuck with someone who uh, doesn't love you or treat you well or, or, or uh, admire you, make you want to make you feel fantastic? You know, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> I, and people do that. They become addicted to these relationships. But the bottom line is they don't really uh, love themselves enough. Yes. And you have to love yourself fully before you can have the capacity to love anyone else. But that's, that's a hard lesson to learn that I don't, I'm allowing somebody to abuse me uh, because I don't love myself enough. Very, very few people see it that way. Well, uh, you, you're, you're um, putting more power in their decision making ability and their choice than you're giving yourself. So it's just saying, well, they must know more than I do. They must uh, be smarter than me. It's not true. I mean, uh, I don't want to get political, but this is part of the reason why uh, my country is in such a big mess right now with our leader. But we won't get go any further. We won't go into that. So let me yeah. ask you this. Energy changes within you. I have days where literally I, I feel anger. I feel negative thoughts coming in. I feel misaligned, if, if I can call it that. In the past, I used to react to all of that. So I would kind of lash out or I would kind of have arguments with the people in my life and I would blame other people. Now I understand that I'm feeling this energy and I'm just going to let it pass and it passes. So what's happening here? Um, you might uh, be an empath, which, uh, which is what I am. And, uh, and what you're actually doing, is you're feeling other people's energies. And not your own immediately, and and it's it's really uh, uh, amazing. It's you know yes. it's uh, it is. it's fascinating. It is. For a very long time, I was not able to understand what was happening, and it was just like is something wrong with me. And I guess that's the first thing we think of: something is wrong with me. And we don't we because we don't understand. This doesn't come with a manual. We can't see it. They don't. We don't study it anywhere. They don't teach us when we're in school or even growing up. So we, how do we learn to understand our energies? Well, only res responsible people will say, what's wrong with me? What did I do? You know, if anything goes wrong, I'm the first one to say, well, what did I do wrong? You know, what did I do? What did I, you know, even though I might, it may be obvious to somebody else, well, what part did I play? In it? You know, uh, that's being responsible. But other people will maybe use it to blame you for it. You know, because you're so responsible. So you take the responsibility and they go off scot-free. What you're feeling, too, uh, you could be the victim of what I would call energy vampires. Now, these are people who suck your energy dry. Okay. And it's real. And, of course, um, if you go to your doctor, they might not understand that. Uh, they, they, oh, there's got to be something physically wrong with you people. And uh, it's it's easier to disconnect from someone or at least distance yourself from those people if they're not family members <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes when they're family members oh my god it's very difficult and especially if you're living in the same house with them you know and they're constantly draining and they've done this for the last tens of years it's not easy 
Um, so what can you do? Is there something small that you can do for yourself? Because yeah. energy healing comes under the the whole spiritual kind of realm to say, oh, I don't meditate. I don't understand energy. You know, for me, if something's wrong with me, I need to go to a doctor. I need to pop a pill. I need to know exactly what is happening with me and I need to know how I can cure it. But this is is a longer process. You need to really tap into yourself, understand what you're going through. Be honest. I, I For me, that's the most important thing I tell my clients. You have to be honest with yourself about what you're feeling and who in your life is creating this chaos for you, which is a very difficult thing to do. But if you're not honest, you're never going to find a solution. So is there something we can do uh, ourselves to kind of just center ourselves? Well, to, uh, first off is to recognize where, where it's coming from or who it's coming from. Then maybe have a little talk with the person, see if you can set up some boundaries with them. They're probably so used to overstepping your boundaries that, you know, it's, it's normal for them. And they'd be offended if you stop them from doing so. Well, if that doesn't work, distance yourself from them. Uh, if they're, you know, stop uh, getting their, stop responding to their emails or stop responding to their phone calls. Don't meet them as often as you did. Uh, and if it still doesn't work, uh, disconnect from them completely. Uh, about uh, 20 years ago when I turned 50, uh, I did something that changed my life. I, I made a list of all the people in my life, all the people that I know, and I got into a meditative state. And I looked at each one and I listened to how I was feeling, especially in this time. And with every one, you know, one would make me feel good. The other one would make me feel terrible. And, and I just check off those that made me feel bad. And I made the decision, well, these are the people that I'm gradually going to cut out of my life. And as I did, and with every person that I sort of brushed aside, it's funny too, because when you cut the cord, that energetic cord, they kind of know it and they leave themselves. Not all of them. Some of them who are not as balanced will stick around. But uh, as they do, uh, it makes room for new people to come. When you align your, your, your goals with your purpose, the universe just kind of comes in and supports you and you feel that flow of energy and, and uh, it, it just takes off. There was something I read somewhere, sorry. Uh, I just, yeah. something I read somewhere once that said that instead, you know, of when we are in pain or we're in trouble, we always go in to pray or we go to the universe and say, uh, this hasn't happened or that hasn't happened. And why is this happening to me? And uh, this person was saying that you need to try to offer yourself up to the universe to say, how can I be of service to you? How can I be a channel of of good of change of healing and and i learned that very early on um before i became a coach actually even before i became an energy healer and it was such an interesting concept to say that if you decide to become a channel things flow through you so you let go of the ego you let go of the arrogance that i am doing this and and, and i know i have felt that in my work because sometimes i feel I don't know where this information came from, or I don't know how I created this, you know, even with the podcast or with some of the meditation audios that I have done. It just feels like 
it's coming through me it's it's i'm downloading this information from somewhere and and i'm so grateful for it because you know i i i don't think that i have created it i'm just passing it on well in a way you are but you are um you're showing up for the job you know and that's the difference um i think that most really good uh writing and music uh too is all channeled from somewhere else uh it's we who transcribe it and um but uh, we get to take a little bit of credit for it because we put in the, the work and we were open to it. And there are plenty of people on this planet who are not open to it and they don't care. You know, and we do. That makes yes. a difference. We definitely do. We definitely do. I want to ask you about distant healing because you and I connected over the phone. I didn't have to be in front of you. There was no kind of, you know, touching. There was no, you know, you... You you hadn't even seen me. So how does that work? Well, there's no separation in spirit. In other words, um, we're all immortal spirits living in these bodies. And uh, being in these bodies gives us the illusion that we're separate from each other. But as spirits, we're all connected, which makes it impossible to lose a connection to someone you love, even if that person dies, which only means they've lost their body. But that spirit that animated that body gave it this personality is still around somewhere. Because there's no space between us, uh, I connect with you. I connected with you through your voice. I didn't know what you looked like. And you could be on Mars, and I'd still feel like we were, were next to each other. So uh, what do you that, feel? Uh, what are you tapping into? Hmm, good question. I just start to feel you as though you are me. You know, I, I, I start to feel you and I start to feel what's going on in your body. As I start working on you, I feel your spirit and, uh, and I feel, I can feel the blockages. I can feel, uh, where you're, you're blocked, what your issues are. The interesting thing about the chakras is that each one has its own issues and an unresolved issue will cause a blockage there, preventing the energy and causing a problem. And uh, the body is actually a tremendous metaphor that gives us emotional causes of our physical stuff. Most physical stuff is all emotionally based. So when I feel a you uh, or anyone, uh, I'm I'm connecting with you, and I I just start by sending lots of love, and I, I just send it right out. You you might be you know uh, in another galaxy somewhere, but at that very moment when I send the love out, you're right there, and um, I know you can feel it. You know, and, and you do, and uh, everyone does. Uh, it all depends on how sensitive they are. You're a healer, so you're more sensitive. It always amazes me, too, because the skeptic in me will, will crop up and say, really? <laughs> but they do. They do. And people feel it because it's, it's that energy. It's your life force. And your life force is you. It's pure, unconditional love. That's who we are. And when you send that to people, to anyone, they're going to feel better because you're giving them something that they don't have. Every element in a person's body, if you boil it down, has to do with a lack of love from someone or something or a lack of love somewhere which is lodged somewhere in their body. And so uh, I can feel where the lacks of love are, where the emptiness is, the loneliness, whatever it might be. And I just fill it with love. It's really that simple. And as I'm energizing it, the issue that is blocking it will surface. And they might mention it 
it to me and then we work it out. But um, it's not I, important if, for them to mention because I remember you telling me very clearly that I don't have to tell you the details. And then, you know, I, I guess a person can feel more safe in that to say that I'm not, I don't need oh, to sure. open up as long as I sure. know. And it comes up yes. for me. It's like my unconscious mind is talking to me and telling me this is what is causing all of this. And, and that's, yeah. that's part of the process that you need to know what the blockage is and then it's easy for you to release it um yes. in that way are you able to tell what emotion when you get into the blockage are you able to tell what uh, emotion is being held there is it like fear yeah. anger or feel, resentment feel yeah i can feel fear i can feel their anger their resentment but they know uh as i go through the chakras and, and i'm energizing them most often fear is in there you know and so I, I'll just uh, give them some information concerning what the fear really is as opposed to what they think it is. We get rid of it together. And uh, anything that I can do, anyone else can do. I can teach anyone to heal anyone. It's, it all has to do basically with love. That's, that's the key to everything. And as you listen intently and you send that love to them, you're giving them the love that they haven't gotten from anyone in their life. And it's a very special moment, a very special time, and, and they feel it. And it goes to all of the places where they need it, and their body will heal itself. You know, there are no guarantees, of course, um, and, and I can't guarantee anything. But uh, I do know that there isn't anything that I can do that they can't. You know, but and, can anyone but, guarantee anything? Even when you go to a doctor, they can give you the medication you that they've tested on people. Mm -hmm. It may work on you. It may not work on you. It may take right. longer. It may, you know. Uh, but but I, I believe the belief that you are healing yourself is more powerful than, you know, that's why we have placebos and we have experiments constantly. We've had amazing success with major diseases with energy and alternative medicine. So yeah. there's definitely the, the belief is is the power once you unblock it and you, you you release all that trauma with a healer helping you and and you fill that space up with love because you know, one of the mm -hmm. things that i studied as well is that nature doesn't love void it it will fill it up so if you've taken something out please fill it up with something positive right. so that you know that Very space good. is there to support you and i think that's one of the most important things that people i feel like in my business when when i coach people is that people believe and trust what they're feeling is real but it's not the end it's not something that cannot be changed and they just feel like it's so difficult for me to change and I and I always tell them that it's more difficult for you to be in this pain the the, the healing may be difficult but it's for such a short period of time eventually the problem is going to go away and you are going to live a better life you may have a short-term problem with dealing with all of these negative emotions because you're opening up something that you have suppressed for a very long time. And, and I guess that's the fear that I have spent years trying to suppress this. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to go there. And that's the reason why they stay where they are. Do you, do you feel that with your clients that there's sometimes like a resistance of not wanting to go there? Sure. But uh, I, I just gently with love, just get them to, to look at it and say, Hey, it's not a big deal. No, uh, not at all. Uh, we all go through it. We're all uh, in this boat together. We're all human beings. And a lot of the things that we're feeling, really, we didn't create. We take our feelings from uh, one lifetime after another as spirits, 
And and also we t- pick them up empathetically. So, you know, from other people. And so uh, to try to, to figure them all out and sort them all out, it will drive a person crazy. So you just, you know, be willing to feel what you're feeling, right? And you uh, are willing then to uh, realize that, okay, it's okay to let it go now. I felt that, uh, that the resistance that people are feeling is the fear of not feeling it. You know, the fear of what will happen. I feel that it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. who it will doesn't. I be without this pain? And, and you know, what, oh, what yeah. will my life be if I don't have, if I don't hold on to this? I absolutely agree with you. Is there something that they can do, like you said, that, you know, change your thoughts, send out loving energy, even if it's to mm-hmm. yourself? How would somebody do that? Well, the first thing I would do if somebody's going through that, and very simply, is to breathe. You know, taking a deep breath. Uh, metaphorically, as you breathe, you're accepting life. You know, uh, and it's that simple. You breathe, taking a really deep breath. And the second, well, the second thing would be, don't take life too seriously. You know, this is crazy. This whole planet is too crazy to be taken seriously. The other part, I guess, would be to be able to forgive yourself and and laugh at yourself for all the stupid things you did. I did tons of them and I keep doing them. You know, forgive yourself and others uh, and everybody else because we are all one. That's the secret. You know, you have to treat other people the way that you would like to be treated. Um, That's so important. Focus on the love. You send it out. If somebody's not ready to accept it, fine. You know, it's fine. Yes. I think the more you give it to yourself, the, the more full your glass is, um, the, the more you kind of have to say, I want everyone around me to be happy. I want to, you know, I'm I sure. want everyone to be smiling. And I, I really, I really want to give this out. And I feel the same thing happens when you are not happy. When you're not happy, you're just angry with everyone because you're so full of negative emotions within yourself. That's the only thing that you have to give. Um, and, and it's it's the same thing. What, what are you putting out into the world? It's, it's really a reflection of what you have inside of you. Yes. Giving out that love is almost intoxicating. It's an yes. intoxicating feeling. I think if I were to summarize it, like you said, it all starts with love. And, and to give out love, you need to kind of feel it for yourself. You need to forgive yourself mm-hmm. for everything that you're holding on to and let it go. Like you said, life is too short. It's if we are here, we need to make better choices for ourselves. And then we're able to kind of just have a much easier life. And, and we have so much more to give rather than you know, staying back and, and isolating ourselves. And I, and I wish everyone would kind of want something better for themselves. Yeah. Well, thank you for being that wonderful, loving being that you are. Thank yes. you. Thank you. You've been so amazing. And I am so thankful and grateful I came across you and I really appreciate you being here and doing this for me. You're very welcome. If anyone wants to uh, reach me, they can find me at my website, amazinghealer.com. Yes. Uh, my um, latest book, I'm hawking my books now. My latest book, Learning to Fly, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, that's all <laughs> amazing that was, that was the advertising part of the uh, <laughs> not at all i think more people need to know i feel like uh people in in the healing profession feel you know very kind of embarrassed to talk about 
themselves or market themselves and and I feel like there's more people like like that needed you know so please please talk about yourself and more and more and reach out mm-hmm. to more and more people more power to you Jean it's 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 oh, thank you great thank knowing you, so you. you're amazing so are you thank you so much and I I wish you well stay safe you too thank you there you have it we are all one Let's give ourselves the love we deserve and then expand that love and give it to others who need it. That was Jean and you can find him on his website amazinghealer.com. I highly recommend you get in touch with him if you feel you can't cope with things and you are not able to understand why. Allow yourself this gift to release the baggage that is no longer serving you. Stay safe. Stay happy. You are amazing. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.